Randy effing Quaid. Hello everybody, Hello. I am Harry, I am one of your hosts of Paranormality, with me as always is James, how are you doing James? What's up gangster, what's going on? I'm, I'm buzzing for today, I know. I, I, I'm so excited, so we are back, season 2 of Paranormality, 7 months after season 1 abruptly finished. We got some like cease and resist letters didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I will explain what happened, we did have... The men in black show up at our houses and they did tell us to stop digging yeah uh, no it's actually far more boring than that basically we hosted a round table show uh with our good friend wandering dutch who i know from other podcasts and sort of like the gaming scene that i'm involved in and it was an amazing recording it was really good and we all ended up and the conversation it was great wasn't it james we left buzzing it was great <laughs> yeah it was really genuinely good and it was going to be a banging episode i sat down that night downloaded everyone's audio and james's audio cut out after 15 seconds correct we like messaged each other like oh my god james have you got can you like look at your audio you looked at it as well literally your microphone just cut out for no reason yeah just for no reason but it didn't show wind. that it had cut out no because we was could still one. hear you yeah and i just sat at my computer on like a thursday night <laughs> completely defeated yeah. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to bleep this. F*** this. I cannot be bothered. And I just messaged James and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing the show anymore. No chance. I'm done. I think like I, I had like two little show with my little brother and every episode was just fun. And the second it stops being fun, what's the point? So apologies for the delay, but we are back. The very yeah. famous words of that old dude in Independence Day. Randy effing Quaid. Randy effing Quaid. So, so James, have you been keeping up with any UFO news at all over the last sort of six months? No. So it's not been the most exciting few months because all we've had are Chinese spy balloons, objects shot over um, Yukon, Alaska, and um, coastal America. We've obviously had Logan Paul has now gained access to the most coveted UFO uh, footage of all time we've got one of the most high definition uh, sightings of a ufo possibly of all time approaching um, a plane in motion so yeah you know oh there's there's also been um the orbs that have been spotted um, we're going to talk about those at another point because that is a whole discussion about the, the arrow um the arrow judicial report that came out um, there's been sightings of ufos over ukraine quite heavily uh, so you know not too much to it doesn't sound like I missed much to jump back into no, sir. Uh, oh, literally as soon as we stopped it UFOs just became like the big deal again see I told you it's because we're on I remember well I remember when the well I did keep you up to date with the Chinese spy balloon stuff and you, the you objects you did you did it was um yeah like if I'm not really focused on it I'm just like uh, but it's nice yeah. to be back in this the realm of it the the excitement yeah. I feel like so because it is just it's either absolute dog turd or absolute in, like, incredibleness. Like, you know, it's... I, I, don't, 
I like the dog turd of it as well. Like yeah, the, uh, definitely. There was the Men in Black episode I did with uh, oh, with our mate Geordie Sean. Yeah, it's clearly absolute nonsense. But yeah, some loner in something it. about it. Is oh, there's just something about it? I, whether it comes from a point of sanity or insanity, it's just pure imagination. It's just all you need is for one of these stories to be true, and it changes everything. everything. Yeah, and that's the exciting thing. Now there is. There's a bit of dog doo doo we will talk about today. I'll get into that a bit more because it's a bit long winded. Uh, firstly, I just wanted to say that if you do enjoy this show, I've got to do the spiel. Please do find us on Twitter. We are at Pod Normality. You can find us on Facebook. We are Paranormality Podcast. Uh, but the easiest way to find us is you can go to linktr.ee, linktree, but with a dot between the R and the E slash paranormality podcast it has a link to everywhere you can listen to our show all 50 different outlets for it all your streaming services are on there it's got a link to our merch shop that i completely forgot that i made and all our social medias and you can ask us a question as well so if you do have a question or you want us to talk about something go to our link tree ask away and we will be happy to bring those up Uh, we did bring one up a few episodes ago which was what nearly a year ago so yeah we are happy to to look into anything that you want to. Uh, so we're going to talk about three main things today. We're going to talk about Chinese balloons and objects in America. We are going to talk about the Chuck Clark video and Logan Paul's lapel camera. And then we're going to talk about the Mylar Manatee. Uh, but we will start with the Chinese balloons. It was first spotted January 28th, uh, and it was ultimately shot down by the US military um, off of South Carolina. So it literally went from Alaska if you don't know the states, James, it's literally from like hot northwest, northeast, southwest. Yep, top northwest. South Carolina is like near Florida, so it it literally right to came the south. from Alaska all the way down to the deep south. Uh, they tracked it the entire way. They didn't want to shoot it down over America because if they shoot it down over a civilian area, debris could injure someone. Yeah, so people in the general populace started to notice this weird orb in the sky and then people started taking pictures of it and getting their telescopes out and then the government had to say yes this is a Chinese spy balloon got shot down on february the 4th no big deal yes it was a very political issue because it's america and you can't cross the road without it being a political issue these days but getting shot then what happened was a bit weirder so do you remember with the nimitz case james they really? saw the objects, but they didn't see them on radar, did they? No, they didn't, no. And then they upgraded their radar, and then what? They saw them. They saw lots of stuff on their radar. Yeah. So, the Chinese spy balloon wasn't spotted by radar. So, obviously, there's an issue there. They have to recalibrate their radar. So, they've recalibrated their radar, and then anomalous objects start to show up. And the first one was spotted in, I believe it was spotted in Alaska, the first one. And it was described as, well... It's hard to explain because there's very conflicting information. And this is where right. that trained observer thing comes in. Yes. Yeah. So it was described as a silvery metallic object that had a potential payload with tethers, but it had no means of propulsion, yet it was moving and then also stationary in the wind. So very high up altitude, very turbulent. But the thing was motionless. Yeah. Um, Lots of people would have already spoken about this on other podcasts, I'm sure. But this is obviously our first opportunity to. And that's when it started to get a bit weird because 
the US military then just shot it down immediately. They were like, get rid of it, boom, shot the thing down. Then another so, one. So the appears. first one, they let, let travel like the depth of the country. Then yeah. The second the one. Yeah. Mm. The first one, exactly as you said, they let that thing travel thousands of miles. This one in Alaska, they were like, shoot it down immediately. Bang, gone, shot out of the sky. Then another one appeared in the Yukon, but it was like Canada, America airspace. And again, shoot the thing down. Then there were reports that when it was shot down, it shattered. So if it was a balloon, it would then it would burst and deflate. <laughs> yeah. But then there were reports that this one that was over Yukon hit the ground and shattered, which doesn't sound like a balloon. Then after that, there was another one. Uh, it was just it was off of Lake Huron, which I think is just off of Lake Michigan. So that's a north northerly. Oh, it's just not outside of yeah Michigan and Toronto. So it's like the border oh. between um, between Canada and America, right up right up north and this is one that i quite closely followed because again they shot this one down over lake huron but then they were sending out lots and lots of military planes yeah. to just loop the area and i remember watching flight 24 7 the tracker and they were just constantly sending military vehicles out there they were saying oh there's nothing to be found their their hobby items from like a local park or club that have sent a mylar balloon up makes no sense why those things would be and shot and they shot down. it immediately because it's a hobby craft immediately oh they were like, oh we shot them down yeah oh, now yeah. the one that was in the yukon and alaska potentially could have been linked to um like an rc club because they did have a mylar balloon at that time around about that area and the yeah. tracking details did go down for that specific balloon in that area but according to reports it also pinged after it had been shot down meaning that it couldn't have been that hobbycraft team no the one the thing that gets me is that these things were being described meticulously and the press releases were coming out and the and nothing was being said by the intelligence agencies in america nothing they were radio silent, just saying, we've shot them down, we're going to try and find wreckage. Whoopsie, we can't find wreckage. Here's some high-definition photos of us bringing the Chinese balloon out of the uh, Pacific Ocean. These three things that we know where we shot them down, we can't find them. Whoopsie. Yeah. It's like and the Chinese balloon was like played a off. distraction. They put all the media effort into that to cover up the it's, yeah, scary, it's weird. Like, scary if you get, shattering UFOs. If you're going to cover up potentially three UAPs, being shot down in American airspace, that Chinese balloon was a great way to distract people. Really? Now, I've seen picture of the Chinese balloon. I think did I send it to you? The yes, there's been a yeah. picture of it where someone's like in the plane and they're flying past it. And they take a, a high definition picture. Well, these three objects that were shot down, they have also said that they have images of, them, but they have yet to be released. And they've said they'll never release them. They're not. They don't need to. No one's interested in them. You don't need to see them. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think we discussed before in the earlier episodes, like every time they're a bit really quick and really shaky about their decisions and stuff, always sniffs of lies and secrecy. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So that, that Chinese balloon, they took seven days and apparently they've been tracking it for weeks as it came over the Bering Strait, over Alaska, all the way down. They've been tracking this thing. They knew exactly where it was at all times. And then they recalibrate their radar, blip, three objects that immediately get shot down. Wreckage never found. Ever. 
being described pretty much identically as these tic tac crafts where they can be motionless yeah at 10 20 30,000 feet doing nothing with no real means of propulsion just chilling just like just doing nothing just Re chilling recon, out. as we said just reconning yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we do that we've got a helicopter on mars right now we send drones yeah. to venus we're doing it now we're sending a craft to one of the uh, the moons of jupiter to check for life there like you're gonna do it so you do it right you isn't it send yeah. an autonomous thing it does feel sim like you know they're like oh get the chinese to send a spy balloon to the americans and to see what happens or we watch from afar the chinese spy balloon i personally believe that it it was a weather balloon that did go off course but then they were able to use some of the technology on board in order to to check like radar signals yeah. and then also see what their response of the americans would be gets a little bit weirder though because three days after the chinese spy balloon was shot down a craft was shot down didn't put this on the notes because i wanted to surprise you craft was also shot down in a port city of china yeah so so straight away after all of this was happening and it was just after the first object had been shot down in america there were reports coming out of a port city in china that a craft had been shot down um port city china was it described yeah, so similarly to it was it described as stationary and... here we go so the object in the states was shot down on the 4th of february and the object that was uh, in china was shot down on the 12th of february and it says china ready to down object flying near naval base now the americans said nothing to do with us we do not know what that is the Chinese at no point mentioned that it was anything to do with American uh, intervention. There's a lot of tension in China at the moment, especially with the potential uh, invasion of Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So there are American, um, there is an American military presence in the Chinese um, airspace often, but no, no mention of American intervention with this thing. The Chinese had an object themselves show up less than a week after the first object that appeared in america you know yeah. you know i said before that's, like i get scared in this yeah in this podcast that's freaky that's it's... why i didn't write it in the podcast no, thanks, notes because like yeah. no one remembers and no one mentions the fact that there was also an object no, in I, china i definitely remember hearing about the three it matched every single description of the same objects that were spotted and uh, potentially shot down they may not have been shot down the ones in america i i personally don't believe that they were um, if could, you could believe be the same one. what Fravor says, these things jam radar, they can't get missile lock on them, and they can't have, they can't be fired upon because they can stop weapon systems. Yeah. So, you know, did these things even crash? Did they even get taken down? Or did these things just hover about and then say, see you later? Mm. And because they vanished, the Americans just said, oh, we shot them down. Yeah, that's why there's evidence. no footage. That's why there's no wreckage. That's why there's no cameras. That's why there's no photos. And then a and then an object shows up in China, and it matches the description perfectly. It's weird, right? How does that nice. make you feel, James? I want you to. I want before we move on to the next one. I want to sort of like. I'm, get I'm, your I'm really vibe unnerved. I'm really unnerved. One, like, don't spring that shit. Uh, bring that out, but don't spring that on me. That's generally kind of terrifying. <laughs> um, you know, it's. It just feeds the more the more I hear about this, the more I understand it is all the sightings that have some form of capability of the same objects doing the same things. 
it's yeah. really unnerving and really like makes you feel tiny. I think I said before, like yeah, because it's just it just feels like they're just playing and watching when they do when you hear stuff like that. So off of the off of obviously it's very limited information because we've got a few points to cover today, and I don't want to. I don't want this to be like a three-hour show, mainly because no. we can't because we need to upgrade our subscription on Zencaster, and that cost me fifty. Yeah, quid. our Patreon um, is no <laughs> <laughs> one day. So, genuinely, like, what what is your takeaway then? Your like two-minute summary of my explanation of the, and obviously have some bias involved because obviously I want this to be UFO. Obviously, I want this to be more than um, this. If it's, but... like, the Chinese spy balloon, like I said, it just feels. I think it feels like a distraction. Like, you know, follow this, follow this very loud and, you know, obnoxious thing in the sky while we do all these other presences that there are. You know, like, it's like in the media, every time there's like some political storm going on, like this, you know, a royal family member gets ill. Like, it's always yeah. like, just feels very, very sneaky. Um, the fact you said they followed it for so long, they decided to shoot it down and this, like, I don't think they shot, they didn't shoot it down over the civilian airspace i think they were just seeing what would happen like keep the media on it for so long um, how long did they know about the objects that were in their airspace because that's it they, i mean why why i didn't realize there was different levels of radar i thought they just scanned <laughs> the same thing at all times <laughs> no no so like um uss nimitz is a like a high level radar um carrier craft that has much more like in uh, much sharper resolution radar right, systems okay. Um, there is a video that Jeremy Corbell released a while ago uh, that I will show you. It's a very famous video because it shows an orb going into the water, but it was like a series of videos he released, and one of them does show them looking at a radar system. So I'll show you what those tech systems look like um, yeah. in another episode. But yeah, how long were those objects defying how, yeah. American airspace laws? And technically, it could have been seen as exactly with the USS Nimitz encounter with David Fravor, it could have been seen as an act of war. How long were those objects there? Did they only yeah. spot them when the radar was updated, or did they know they were there? And then when they updated the radar or when they recalibrated it, then they realised they do something about it? Who knows? It's, it's, like unintentional, it's like unintentional brainwashing and like we're drip-fed information. No matter where you look at it, it's filtered, it's diluted. So we don't well, know. That, like, that's... That is something that's been brought up recently because there was a press conference not too long ago that was, uh, it was just after the AROO, which is basically, it was a, a, a US Senate meeting about the phenomena. And then afterwards, Joe Biden was answering questions from journalists, but he had a cheat sheet and he had, he knew all the questions beforehand and he had yeah. very scripted answers that he gave to basically say nothing about it. There's a, there's a video a few years ago of Barack Obama saying oh we released all the information on aliens oh sorry uaps like we will discuss the the ongoing fight for disclosure when we talk about the nope episode but there was a there was a lot of momentum that came out of this like chinese spy balloon yeah and i'm a little bit disappointed that it didn't get pressed a bit more because there were there were objects flying over american airspace that had been shot down and the last time that had happened was roswell like yeah. this could be seen as a modern day Roswell, you know? It won't be because the twenty four hour news cycle demands that something else be talked about. Yeah, plus I'm, but, I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian bought new shoes that day. So like She did, yeah. You know, yeah. what are we gonna do? Kendall, Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Oh, Kendall yeah. Jenner made another billion dollars or something. Yeah. She had a pedicure, um, it was but, crazy. 
But Gosh. one of the things that you mentioned that it it leads us quite nicely onto this next um, this next section is the matching descriptions of stuff. So obviously the Chinese object that was seen uh, in one of their navy bases matched all of the same traits and descriptions as the objects have seen in America. And then that does lead into this one because the next one is the video. You've you've watched a video, right, of the craft going past the plane yes. in the cockpit. Yeah. So the first thing that struck me is that that object is sideways. Very forward. Exactly as Bob Lazar has always stated, these crafts raise up, then they tilt, and then they move with the flat side forward going into the wind, basically, which mm-hmm. defies any form of logic or aerodynamics. Yeah. Like whatsoever. non-fueled travel. Like, you yeah. know, if it's an engine, it's all going to propel you forward, but this one, like, yeah. sort of like dimensionally doesn't make any it sense to it moving. It falls into something there. Yeah. And A so gravitational well. There, yeah, exactly. Gravitational well sort of thing. It, it like falls into something. Uh-huh. Um, and there has been expen- extensive debate and, and discussion about this footage. And that's why I wanted to bring it up very briefly because the next thing that we're going to talk about is very current and is very on, on vogue. Uh, but yeah, this is the video that I'm sure the listeners have seen it that does show a craft flying past a cockpit of what looks like a small prop plane, like maybe a Cessna. Um, yeah. And for me, it's a very clear image of an object that I personally can't attribute to being a Mylar balloon. Um, have I sent you the picture of the Mylar manatee at all, James? No. Okay, so um, while I just describe what happened, um, it's, uh, it's a video okay. inside the cockpit of a plane. Um, I believe someone said that it was... Oh, where was it? It was in possibly Cambodia or Venezuela. Yeah, she um, definitely had like a Latin accent of sorts, I think, yeah. in the plane. And so it's a very high resolution video. And then people have obviously slowed it down and they've taken, uh, oh, it's not a manatee. It's, um, oh, what are the, they're like stingrays, but they're massive. That's going to annoy me now. No, manatees are like sea cows. Um, yeah, it's not manta rays. Manta ray, that's the one. My manta ray. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, James. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to send this this picture to you very quickly just on Facebook. And now there are a lot of people that do say that, oh, I'm going to have to change the Facebook and Twitter posts. I'll put manatees up, haven't I? What idiot I am. Um, so there are a lot of people, and if you watch the video, that say that, wow, this is clearly just this Mylar manta ray. You can clearly see that it's exactly the same size as this Mylar manta ray. Yeah. And it flies past... And if you pause it at this exact moment, here is a picture that I found on Google where this Mylar manta ray looks exactly the same as the image. And I'll concede, yes, it does look very similar. Um, There have been, in the past, uh, official UFO images shown by the US government that later turned out literally to be a Batman balloon from a child's party that had flown up into the air. Yes, those things happen. That's the best thing I've ever had. This manta ray, mylar balloon, it was a French experimental balloon that was made as a one-off. It was so fragile that the thing could not be used outside. It had to be used indoors because any turbulence whatsoever would have ripped the mylar to pieces. Mylar balloons are very, very fragile. Uh, mylar, you know those awful balloons you used to get on sticks and they've got that horrible, oh, yeah, like, yeah. weird plasticky, yeah. That's like Spooderman on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is... 
that is mylar, that material. So the way that a weather balloon works, for instance, is a massive sheet of mylar. The higher it goes up, the uh, the air temperature changes and also the pressure changes, and it means that the air moves into different positions and it eventually expands into these massive, giant, huge weather balloons, like the Chinese uh-huh. one, for instance. But mylar is very fragile, and if it's turbulent, then it's prone to tearing. So what you can see in the video is the object going... I personally think it's stationary, and you can see the plane go past it and this object go past the cockpit. It's 4K resolution. It's very clear. I don't buy that this is an experimental French manta ray mylar balloon that could only be used indoors at 20,000 uh, 20, feet uh, in the middle of God knows where South America. I don't believe that personally. Yeah. Um, but what I did want to do, I just wanted to bring up two people from Reddit who did a very, very good breakdown of what happened in that. And then we'll just have a quick chat about what we feel. And then yeah. we'll move on to Lady Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, so it was dressed in black, was the user on Reddit. They said, I haven't seen anyone else do this. The first appearance I could find of this video is from somebody called OG Crypto. He posted it tagging Jeremy Corbell, who's ignored the video and all the tagging. And OG Crypto basically uploaded this video onto Twitter and tagged anyone that he could think of that had anything to do with UFOs. Yeah. It was eventually picked up by someone called Jay Alberto, who is a Spanish-speaking UFO blogger. That person initially, then who was doing all the tagging, then allowed Jay Alberto to, to then take the video on. Mm-hmm. They tagged Corbell initially, but then started tagging other UFO believers and even the Guardian newspaper looking for some traction. After tagging Mick West, enemy number one, don't like Mick West. Uh, he's not enemy number one, he's just really annoying and he thinks he knows more about flying fighter pilot uh, fighter jets than actual fighter pilots do um and classic he, he, mick. Or he was yeah classic mick go back classic to tony hawk's mate just go yeah. back to making tony hawk games Jesus. he's not a fighter pilot mate shut up they are um, so tag mick and other researchers and that's when we get or it's flying past the mylar balloon mick west basically said this is a mylar balloon it's nothing else everyone needs to stop looking at this um i'll read exactly what mick west said it looks like they are just flying past something like a mylar balloon. That was Mick West's response to this brilliant video. He then started tagging someone called Ryan Graves. Now, Ryan Graves is a fighter pilot who was stationed on... Uh, I don't know what the name of the, the ship was, but he was a fighter pilot that was off of the New York coast, and he right. had daily interaction with UFOs, and he also he crashed into one once, uh, and he described them as opaque cubes with circles inside them. And he states that at one point, him and another fighter jet were about 100 yards away and this object went in between their wings. <laughs> so Ryan Graves, he's brilliant. Um, he's someone I will talk about again in the show, I'm very, very sure. Started tagging Ryan Graves and anyone that he thinks will help this go viral. Because at this point, the explanation of it's a manatee, a manta, manta ray, ray. <laughs> a mylar manta ray, it's not cutting it. No. Um, and Alberto claims that he is also speaking to the pilot of the aircraft, um, originally identified as a Beechcraft model. Um, they were chatting away on on Twitter, sort of back and forth, just discussing the flight and where they were going and where they were from. And she states that the video is called UAPV, and it is totally real. We don't have a time, date, or location. The last frame shows the airspeed indicator on the Cessna T-303 Crusader, to be 120 knots, so that's about 105 miles an hour, I think. Yeah. 
Um, it's claimed to be taking over Santa Fe in Colombia in March 2023. So very recent. It's only two months old. Uh, then Sweet Sour Sock. <laughs> Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Alberto says that he has messaged her and that she's not into UAPs. This is the person that took the video. Apparently she's a right, model right. that was just on the plane flying from one place to another. Yeah. She owns a beauty brand. And she's a very busy person, which made him feel embarrassed to keep messaging her, messaging her about UA, UAPs and UFOs. So people were saying, like, why don't you keep asking her? Why don't you keep pressing her on this? Because she had absolutely no interest in it whatsoever. She no, took it's a video an interesting video. Very, yeah, she took a, a video of something that she didn't know what it was. Mm. She sent it on to someone else, and she wants nothing to do with it because she does not care about the subject whatsoever. Um, she said that the it, it's an original video, um, and that she does have another video, but she doesn't want to be fake. She doesn't want people to see it. She doesn't care about the publicity. She doesn't want people messaging her. She just wants to be left alone. So she'll release it if she wants to, but she really doesn't want to. After a few more conversations, she then shared the original video to him through Instagram. After that, he said he would run it on TV. It was a private flight, likely intercity within the U the continental US. She was not piloting that day, although she had piloted before. She said that she didn't record it, but it was her friend who was with her. She also said it's not necessary to credit that person or to mention her name. She doesn't want to be doxxed. She has a Colombian accent in the video where she just where she describes it. So that links up with the first person saying yep. it was a flight over Colombia. He asked about the date and whether her friend is the pilot. Her answer is not visible. However, Alberto, the person that was doing the, the investigation, said that the, the encounter was over Antiquia in Colombia. And it was, as people said before, it was in March of 2023. Again, there's been... There's been a lot of talk about this being one of two things. The first thing people say is it's CGI, because how did they know where to be filming? Why did the thing just appear? Because they can see it, and they get their phones out and they record it. Yeah. And then the other option is it's a mylar balloon, and they flew past it, and the weird shape is because of air pressure. Um, it's a lot of talking that I've done, so what do you think, James? I think it was, like, I've watched the video a few times, it wasn't the shape that, you know, confused me, but the fact... For my understanding, balloons in some form of air pressure move and they're not that stable. That thing seems yeah, very yeah. still. Even with the interruption of that plane might have interrupted airflow in some way. Um, plus, um, I'm guessing she was just filming herself in a plane and she just happened to catch this thing. Well, that's, that's, her, that's explanation, my... her explanation, her explanation is filmed... that she could, she could see the thing. So oh, she, she, okay. saw the, she saw a thing in the sky and she was like, yeah. oh, I'll get my phone out. And, you know, it's so easy, like... This is how quick it is to get a camera up. Boom. It takes, yeah. what, two seconds that took me to get if my that, camera up. Yeah. She sees the yeah. thing. She thinks, oh, shit. Let me get my camera out. Video. Oh, there it goes. Stop the video. That's why the video is only like five seconds long. Because she sees something there. Yeah. She gets it her wasn't phone a... out. She videos it go past her. And then what, what are you going to do after that? You can't see It wasn't the thing. a flash either. It wasn't like a flash video of like, you know, a lot of these both, you know, in ghosts and everything. everything. Every video seems to be quick and nervous but this one's quite steady it was quite like yeah you know one obviously of, there one of the like the telltale signs of a faked video especially if it's cgi which i don't think this is and no one has said that it's cgi apart from a few people is that people add artificial camera wobble yeah and if someone is filming something and they're filming something that isn't there you could try it yourself it's weird you imagine that a thing is there and like the way that you follow it isn't natural you like you turn in an unnatural way. Well, you got, your, your body doesn't very seem to be false... follow anything, does it? Yeah, and it gives yeah. a very false feel 
to the footage and it's an easy way to tell if something is fake is yeah our brains are very good at perceiving when something is wrong and if we don't know why it's it's why in uh in the justice league when you know that superman's mustache has been edited out you know that that even if you don't know that they cgi'd henry cavill's mustache out you look at that picture of his face and your brain knows something right you don't know what it is something is telling you that isn't right uncanny valley of the faked ufo videos there is a, a a movement about them there is a way in which the camera is operated that yeah. isn't natural you watch this and it's completely natural that object is there the way that it pans and moves and keeps in focus the way that there's no like artificial wobble there's no camera shake it's a very very reactionary video it's a very convincing it, video it is that's what it is i i don't think that it is a mylar balloon i'm not saying that this thing is a ufo but it's weird and i it, it feeds into every like we discussed you know it feeds into every perception of these realistic accounts of uaps and stuff the shape of them the way they move the way they don't it seems very similar to that and just yeah. per chance she filmed a mylar manta ray in that mm, just feels too coincidental for me yeah it, and it's not dog it's not dog doo doo on top of that, if you are a pilot and you are flying and you see a mylar balloon, you don't fly at it. Like, if no. that thing gets caught up in... Like, you think about it, if you hit a bird, planes of... Um, the Sully, that Hudson Hudson yeah. River plane crash, that was because of a flock of birds. Birds will absolutely destroy a propeller. A balloon will do the same thing. It will yeah. string up all of the, the prop and you're going to cause a crash. If you saw a mylar balloon, you move out of the way. It, it doesn't logically makes sense what this thing could be other than we don't know one of the frustrating things about people like mick west is they're like it's a balloon move on that's it i know it it's very everything has to be black or white there is no gray area no. personally if i'm a thing and i want to send a probe to a planet to have a little look around probably going to make it so that it looks like something that yeah is recognizable Camouflage. I'm not. Yeah. If you go out into the jungle and you want to hunt, I don't know, a tiger or something, you don't dress in bright orange, do you? You put it's a, like fucking, it's like a nature documentary. They make, they make the cameras look like the animal they're filming. Yeah. You know, so they just blend in. Yeah. But they're, they're, why if, would they? Why they send out a massive spiraling orange cube, like yeah, to recon a planet? They, they would probably have a very reflective metallic object that just hover yeah. completely motionless in the air that's my thinking but what do i know i um, didn't yeah, make but... tony hawk 25 years ago so it's i'm not an game. expert am i it's a great it, game it is a great game just it's a great game one particular <laughs> person it's also a weird trajectory just... in careers sorry <laughs> this, yeah i think he started writing for the new york post now which is quite annoying oh um so yeah i just i wanted to bring that up it was a nice little segue into something that it a lot of it matches what Bob says about the way the crafts move. Bob. I still, I love that Bob conversation we had um, Bob. in that episode. Good old Bob. But yeah, like you say, it, it matches the trajectory, the way that it moves. The, 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 it's not a typical, whenever you see fake UFO videos, it's very like, there's a saucer. Oh, there's the typical shape of it. Oh, it's moving very weird. Like, they all they take, have... They, they take off like our, like in these fake ones, yes. they take off from the ground like a Harrier jet. Then they yeah, then yeah. they're able to get some form of propulsion to go into the sky. Yeah, 
but every single one's that you can't not dispute but you know you don't know what's happening they all move the same it's very instantaneous or nothing it's it's yeah. like no in between it's odd. again that that nothingness is very it is one of the five observables it is that anti-gravitational tech that yeah people like lou elizondo talk about like we have nothing we have nothing at all that can that can stay completely motionless without massive amounts of energy being expended if you look at a helicopter the way that a helicopter has to stay up is it has to push the weight of air of a helicopter down at all times yeah. and that expends a lot of energy this this thing whatever it is is quite literally suspended in air doing nothing well everything um, needs I to fight just, gravity doesn't it everything I, that's off the ground yeah. needs to fight gravity so and i just don't buy that it's a balloon because if it is a weather balloon going up where's the payload to it and if the payload has come loose the balloon wouldn't be stable if the payload no. had come loose like it would have shredded up like no one just gets a balloon and goes into the middle of the jungle in Cambodia and just goes, bye, see you later. Plus, it does that. Says, yeah, yeah, like one of those Chinese lanterns on your birthday. Like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where should we should we let this off in the in the front garden? No, 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 let's let's go to the jungle. The three hours of Cambodia, yeah. Yeah, and we'll just, we'll yeah. let it off, we'll let it off there. And then hope Is that, maybe yeah, that someone f- flies past it. My friend, the model's actually flying a plane today. <laughs> Amazing. Crazy. I wonder if she's saying. Let's it. let go of it. Let's get, low, get let go of it now. And then in two hours, when it's high enough, she'll fly past at the exact same time. And That's it. She cannot want to talk about it with anyone. Yeah. Great. I was, I was also really yeah. hoping that the guy called Dressed in Black was against it because, like, the people who dress in black are men in black. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. trust him from the, the beginning. He immediately shut it down. <laughs> shut and then down. he made a, coin, made a coin disappear. Oof. It didn't have lips. Um, so yeah, the, the last thing we're going to talk about today is I can't believe I'm talking about Logan Paul. Stay okay, in your lane, so, Logan. <laughs> we'll we'll go from where this began. This actually began about a year and a half ago. Uh, there was talks that a very famous video called the Chuck Clark tape was in possession by Logan Paul. Um, Logan Paul at the time denied it, said it's not true. I don't have the tape. It's not me. Don't worry. All false. Now, this Chuck Clark video is very famous. Um, it's sort of the, it's the holy grail, as people have described it, of UFO videos. So it's uh, it's like a red orb, sort of like, like a jelly bean. Yeah. And it's swaying backwards and forwards. And there's these guys videoing it like, oh my God, what is this? And apparently it's all very authentic and it's swaying backwards and forwards. And then it gets closer to them and like bathes them in like a red light. And then you hear one of the guys go, I'll bleep the battery. Because they're using an old VHS camera. This is like early 90s. Oh, crap, the battery. And then it goes. And it's like a 20-second video. Apparently, it's very authentic. It's a very real video of something. And it was the two people that filmed it. Let's just say that they're not the sort of people who in the early 90s would have the requisite knowledge, money, or experience to CGI or computer-generate something okay. like this. So yeah. it's either a very good prop or... It's the real deal. Now, series of still photos made their way onto Twitter. Um, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and find them while I'm telling the story. But a series of still photos appeared on Twitter with someone saying, "Does anyone know who filmed this? Because this is like the holy grail of videos, and I want to get a copy of it." And people were sort of saying, "Yes, I know who filmed it." It's this guy, he lives in the, the desert, but he won't 
want to share the video i've just found the, the pictures and he's like i he won't want to share the pictures or the videos but i'll talk to him for you and it was all it's just a very weird way about it and then it also went radio silent so initially logan paul has this video 20 odd years 25 years after it was filmed <laughs> then someone is asking oh can i have i've just sent it to you now um does anyone know who filmed this video i need to speak to the owner of the video and then logan paul said he didn't have it and then it all very very much went silent and then last week ufo documentarian james fox went on the joe rogan podcast i've watched it brilliant podcast really good talks very very in-depth about the uap phenomena personally his film point of contact i think it's point of contact or moment of contact uh point of Point of contact. Um, is it a no, documentary? It is it? moment of contact. Uh, James Fox. Yeah, moment of contact. Um, personally, I don't believe the story. It's a town in Brazil, village of Brazil, where apparently a UFO landed um, and an alien got out and walked through the town and people interacted with it. And someone right, touched okay. the alien and got really sick. And then there's a video uh, that Doesn't, someone took. I've seen signs exactly like that. In there? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's in Brazil as they well. Got that's where they got the idea for that. Right, okay. This, uh, I thought the guy was just sitting no, from no, So this was like early 90s, this apparently happened. Oh, okay, fair enough. And so, yeah, they an alien lands, he gets out, he's literally a little green man. Like, he is a, a little green man. Well, he's poor. Look at me. It's a very poor area of Brazil. Obviously, mobile phones don't even exist then, let alone camera phones. And one person in the village has a camcorder, takes a video of the little green dude and of the UFO. He then all sort of goes silent. And then James Fox, when he was doing his first documentary in like the late 90s, someone mentioned to him, you need to go down to Brazil. You need to talk to these people. This little green man came out and someone touched him and nearly died and all the village know about it. There's a big police oh. cover up. And he didn't believe it at all. And he went down there and now he fully believes this story to the point where he has made this documentary. But obviously, they don't release the video of the UFO or the alien because why would you? Yeah. You know, support your evidence. Nah. Yeah, why would you do, do that? So personally, yeah. I don't believe the story. I believe that the people there believe the story, but I don't believe it myself. Um, and I think James Fox has done a really good job of highlighting something that lo that these people believe in. You don't have to believe in the story to think that it's interesting. It's a very interesting story, and James Fox believes these people. So it's just... This is where it goes mental, right? So James Fox has done this documentary about Brazil. He's yeah. on Joe Rogan to talk about this documentary. Before he starts getting into it, he goes, oh, by the way, Logan Paul has a copy of the Chuck Clark video. I just thought I'd just, just mention that. Logan, I, he's like, I was going to go get the video, but he wouldn't sell it to me. And he told me never to talk about it ever again, Chuck Clark in the desert, the man who lives in his caravan, who has the, the best evidence for UFOs ever. So Logan Paul asked me, where does he live? I want to go and have a chat with him. Yeah. So Logan Paul drives into the desert with $200,000 cash in his pocket, turns up at Chuck Clark's house and says, this was about two years ago. This is where the rumor started of him having the tape. And he right. denied it. He said, I'll buy that tape from you right now. Here is $200,000 cash. But first, and he knew that Chuck was going to say no. He said, but first, I want to watch the video to make sure it's legit. So Chuck's a little bit at ransom. He's like, look, look, here's the money. Hold the money first. Show yeah. me the video. So Chuck Clark gets the, the old VHS out and puts it in his telly. Logan's there watching it. 
that's really good. That's really good. Can you rewind it? Can I watch it again? Yeah, yeah, sure. And then he moves over a bit, moves to his left and watches it. And he goes, that, oh, I don't know. Don't, it doesn't look real to me. Can you show it to me again? Yeah, yeah. So he rewinds it. Logan watches this video like three or four times. And what Chuck Clark doesn't realize is he has a camera in his pocket, like uh, a button camera. Like and he's filming camera. the whole, yeah, yeah. He's filming the whole thing. So Logan Paul has gone to this guy's house to buy the tape. But the thing is, is that Chuck Clark isn't the owner legally of the tape because it's just it's just some guy's tape that they gave to him. He's not yeah. the legal owner, but now Logan Paul has a copy of the tape. But is it illegal to own a copy, a, a secretly filmed copy I mean, would it of someone's home videos? Is it, but it then borders on like privacy issues. And yeah. Voyeurism, like I wouldn't if I was showing someone like videos of of like off my phone, like I wouldn't want someone videoing those videos. Like it, it's it then becomes a point of like has what Logan has done constitute as being illegal? So Logan apparently now has been outed as having a copy of the video by James Fox on the Joe Rogan podcast, just as a complete like. Oh, by the way, he does have the yeah. best evidence for UFOs ever. Maybe people need to ask Logan to like release the video because I'm not allowed to, and Chuck Clark's never going to release the video. And the video that Logan Paul has is of those images I just sent you. It is that video. So it begs the question: those images I've sent to you, mm-hmm. how did they get online? First of all, did Very Logan true. did Logan take screenshots of the video and send them to someone else who was then forwarded it on, and that's eventually got through to Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp? Has Chuck Clark? release the pictures even though he said he wouldn't hoping that yeah. someone would come and buy the tape off of him but then he turned him away or is it all nonsense it's i mean is there proof that they weird. are of the video could it be like an artistic interpretation or someone's just drew what they've heard yeah is it so so the images the images that i've sent to you yeah and to describe it to the audio listeners it's a series of red splodges <laughs> that is but again, yeah. it's exactly as Bob Lazar describes them, because it's, he uh, says it's, he it's, says it's that when true. these when these crafts fly, they emit burning bright light, and they're like amorphous blobs of energy, and they don't hold a consistent shape. No. And this is 1996. This is just a few years after Bob Lazar has come forward. But before Bob, the crucial part is before he mentions the state of which these objects fly and the energy of them. Yeah. So, again, like with the Mylar Lanta Ray, here is another video, potentially, and images of something that very, very closely matches descriptions of UAPs that Bob yeah. Lazar has mentioned in the past. Now, whether or not you believe Bob Lazar, personally, I don't believe a lot of what he says. I believe some of it. I believe that he was the perfect fall guy and they fed him a lot of misinformation. But Though he said he was a victim of his own story, isn't he? I feel yeah. like it's just over. It's like cyclized. He's just in this cycle of like he got told this it might have been truth, might have been lies. Who knows? But he's just sucking. Who better? Into who better to tell lots and lots of top secret UFO stuff to than a complete nutter who was yeah. arrested for owning brothels, who put jet engines in cars, who owed loads of money and debt, who had no real true friends at the time. Like yeah, he's yeah. They would, have, they would have back. They would have background checked the hell out of him. Like, yeah, and he worked at S4, like he worked at that facility. So, yeah. what? Why does 
the pictures are the pictures artistic renditions are they a very very cleverly put together photoshop job but why why do they yeah it's and here's the thing this well, is the frustrating thing the frustrating thing about the uap scene is that we're now relying on one person to release a video and logan paul has said i don't know if i want to release this if why this does, is the why tape... does have to be a logan paul i know but if this is the tape that everyone is saying that it is, and apparently lots of people have seen this tape, but one, it's like Lou Elizondo talks about this, um, there's a very famous UFO picture that if it was released would prove it without a doubt, and it's of a giant craft exiting the water, like a big pyramid-shaped craft exiting the water, and it's very clearly a UFO, and there's nothing anyone could say otherwise. Why is not one person just taken a picture, uploaded it, and gone, here it is. Yeah. We are in a, a world picture. where everything is filmed 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... if they can catch people falling over on Google Street. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And this is the, the frustration about this entire phenomenon. Is as we go deeper and deeper into this, you're going to like, you're going to understand my frustration at this is that <laughs> this is potentially world changing news. And Logan Paul doesn't know if he wants to release it or not. You probably trade it for a Pokemon card. Yeah, and again, like follow the money basically. Like there are there's a lot of money involved in this. Yeah. And Logan will want to monetize this. That's the world yes, we live will. in. He will want to make this a big deal, which it is. But if that's me and I've got a copy of the most incredible UFO footage ever, is it's on my Twitter tomorrow. Like it, yeah. there's no doubt it's it's up there, it's uploaded, it's I'm going to every single news station, I'm sharing this, like don't even give me a penny. Just, here you go, have a copy of it. Every single news station in the world, here's a copy of the video that will prove that UFOs and UAPs exist. But no. It's in the hands of a man child. Logan Paul is afraid, in inverted commas, to release the video. We should definitely have a sound come up every time we air quote, by the way. We'll just get a fart noise. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's just... I don't like like that. Personally, I think it's all complete dog doo-doo. I said earlier, like... you need to like there's the context behind why i think this is dog doo-doo yeah it's like it's like combination of a word of this how is it how is it so super secretive but lots of people have seen it yeah like this is the the most secret and amazing video ever but like 30 people have seen it to confirm it and not Does one have, like, of movie them nights? has thought no yeah not one of them has thought i'll just put a lapel camera on yeah had like, to be, at least had to be logan paul didn't it if it is real well done, Logan, for having like any semblance of common sense. Not that yeah. he's ever been accused of having that before, but it's just. Plus, if it was that real, he would have been sorely, sorely like raided his house or something. Some of the some of this community, if you're listening, sorry, are a bit crazy. <laughs> like... yeah. Oh, I can attest to that. I'm I'm the top post of all time on UFOs. Well, I've seen that because yeah. I like debunked a UFO. Like, if you literally go onto the subreddit, are UFOs top all time harry go lucky my post is the top post of all time and it's me debunking someone trying to convince people that's a street light yeah, yeah the lamppost it's some street lights oh it's a ufo and i debunked it and i was like don't push skeptics out of this field because this is what people try and do i was mm. accused of being a government plant i had people direct messaging me hoping that i killed myself i had people finding my twitter account and then spamming me on there i had all of my posts on Reddit were um, were reported. All of my posts on Twitter were reported. Um, 
I had loads of people bot follow me. So someone sent like um, a follow bot after me, probably cost them like 30 bucks. And then like overnight, I had like 10,000 followers because they were all bots. Twitter knew that they were. So everything on my page got nerfed and no one could see what I was posting. And I got shadow banned. And I contacted Twitter and they got rid of literally all of them. And I went from like 300 followers to 10,300 in the space of like five minutes. Um, I had pictures of my kids up on my Twitter account, had to take them down, then had them find my Facebook page through my Twitter account. And then I had to go private on that as well. Like it's because I was like, don't push skeptics away, guys, because this is the sort of stuff that's happening. Bit, bit toxic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> People were like, how much is the government paying you? I'm like, what government? Uh, the US government. Well, I'm not from the, the US. I'm from England. I live in a little town in the southwest of England. Oh, yeah. Well, you're obviously a sleeper agent then. Dude. I'm going to start I'm calling just you bored. I Yeah, Agent H. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm bored. I'm on the toilet and I spent five minutes on Google Maps. It's not that difficult. Yeah. So, personally, the UAP, the UAP community is mental, nuts, in the <laughs> best possible way. In yes. the best way. Because you get people that are like, maybe this isn't a ufo maybe it could be this and then you like pivot and it's like there are lizard people living under the under the ocean and they're all gonna swarm us in seven months and i love it it's exhausting but out of all of those like lumps that are thrown at the wall something will always stick yeah and i just feel like this chuck clark video is just something that's been thrown at the wall um it's too good to be true it's it just the it best like video of a ufo ever and Logan Paul has it. One of the Dust. most pop, one of the most air quote uh, dog, you know popular yeah. So, yeah social media people that happens. Yeah, to one have of the best. A, a one secret, of the best boxers in the world. He has a secret recording of a secret video. Yeah, and now he's afraid to release it. Yeah, so he has a secret about a secret secret. Uh, yeah, he secretly videoed a secret video that he's secretly UFO holding that. And now he's secretly holding it and he doesn't... Uh, it's just mad. Yeah. But personally, I don't believe a word of the Chuck Clark story. And I don't think Logan Paul is anything other than a money-chasing opportunist. Okay. Sorry if someone listening to this really liked Logan Paul. I didn't know we had five-year-olds listening to this. But... Yeah, if you're listening to Logan Paul in this, then don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't pick a side. Uh, but yeah, I just... Don't He's going to have it as his ring entrance anything. in WWE. That's what he'll do. He'll have it on the big screens from WWE as he's walking in. Don't even, you don't even give him the idea <laughs> of that happening. Uh, so yeah, that that sums up the last six months of UAP phenomena news in just under an hour. I think we so did it right balloons, balloons and Logan Paul. Not <laughs> manatee balloons. Manta ray. Manta ray balloons. Manta ray balloons. Um, oh, that, was nice. good. that was nice being back. Oh, good to... <laughs> Dive head first into insanity. I love it. It felt like, as always, I just talked incessantly nonstop. But I do. You got a few. You got a few words in, James. I, I love it though. Like you know, I'm just. I'm. I'm like the audience. I'm just the observant listener. I you am a trained. Back. I am a trained listener. You're a trained listener. <laughs> you sit. That'll be in the next shirt I do in the merch line. <laughs> the trained listener. Yeah. Yeah. Trained no, listener. Um, it's been. It's been great to come back. Uh, we as always, will have another episode coming up less than six months so don't worry guys yeah. uh next week potentially i don't know how it's going to line up yet um there's a chap that i used to do a podcast with duncan he is one of my favorite human beings ever he is massively into paranormal 
uh, phenomena. He's had a few experiences with ghosts, he tells me. Great. Now, I'm not someone who's massively into ghosts, although I am coming around to the idea. And mm-hmm. uh, my partner, Shannon, has a very, very terrifying story that I will tell uh, wow. during Duncan's episode. I just The timing, I don't know if he'll be on next week or the week after. So we'll I'll yeah. have to chat to him and find out what's going on. Of course, man. If next week isn't Duncan, the week it will then be us talking about Nope. Uh, and it won't just be about the film nope i was thinking we could do like a watch along but we've only got a two hour time limit to record and it wouldn't work i don't think but maybe in the future who knows we'll watch part one, part two. together exactly and we're going to discuss our thoughts and opinions on nope but we're also going to be discussing the impact that the media has on the phenomena and also that ever encroaching disclosure conversation Yep. And then definitely in three weeks' time, because I need to do a lot of research into it. And I'm not going to do what I did last time and do a case file every week because my head nearly exploded. No. Um we will be doing a case file and it's it's gonna be either the aerial school sighting where up to three hundred children interacted with two potential aliens in a craft. It's going to be either the aerial school in zimbabwe so the, the stun silence by the way yeah <laughs> uh, that's one that is a good one so it'll be aerial school it will be the phoenix lights or it may be a little ditty that's quite local to me and james uh that i need to do a lot more research into to see the viability of it if i can make it a full episode yeah but there was apparently quite a famous ufo sighting about what 20 minutes from us so yeah I'm going to look into that a Which little bit. Which is very as well. close. Is it? Was and, it the Moors? Uh, yeah. So it started in Barnstable, in North Devon, where I'm actually from. Uh, so it's very I close need to, me, to speak. That. I need to speak to my dad about it, see if he knows anything about it. Oh wow! Uh, and then yeah, it travelled like up past Wales, and then also I think across to Holland because it's obviously just the other side of the channel. Yeah. So it's like multi-country, multicultural. The immigrant UFOs coming over here, stealing our cows. Stealing our like, Logan Pauls. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they can do that. It's fine. <laughs> take uh, it. <laughs> yeah, take him, please. So thank you very much, everyone. If you are still are still here, um, it's been amazing to be back. James, so it's good. been a pleasure. So good. Here thank as well. you. If there's anything that you want us to talk about in the future, just find us on Twitter, Pod Normality. Find us on Facebook, Paranormality. Or like I said, go into our link tree, linktr.ee slash Paranormality Podcast. Just ask us a question directly through our link tree or yep. find us on socials and I'm sure I'll pick it up after a few days if I remember to look. I, I, I delete it to her. <laughs> I, I nearly did after Elon, but that's another uh, podcast for, for, episode. Oh, that, he's an alien. Alien Musk over there. Yeah. Alien Musk. <laughs> well, James, it's been lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah, cheers, Harry. And as always, open your mind and watch the skies and we'll see you soon. Bye. See ya.